The following program contains scenes and language of a frank and explicit nature. Viewer discretion is advised. We the people tell the government what to do. It doesn't tell us. You actually have to be clever at being stupid. Hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm going to tell you something. I've been to two goat ropings and a county fair, and I ain't never seen no shit like this before. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the goal, you know the, you know the thing. What? You refer to people with a capacity for pregnancy. With every woman, yeah, there's no problem, Lloyd. We'd be classy and sophisticated. Look at the fun bags on that horse helmet. trying to say Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball. You want to talk about slow? I'll give you slow. He moved so slow, it was like he was raised by a wild pack of turtles. We need a live, was there a live rooster? We need a live rooster to take the curse off Jose's glove and... I had no idea you could milk a cat. Oh, yeah, you can milk anything with nipples. Y'all wear mozzarella cheese sticks. I was chatting on AIM with this guy. Jose is from England, and I speak fluent American, so there's a bit of a language barrier. But he knew really good English. Jesus Christ on a motorbike. What was that? All right, so we're going to try this one more time. In a room. Wait. Oh, messed up. Sorry, sorry. That, that, getting that volume right, my bad. In a room full of God, family, country, I'm Kevo Joel. Good to see you. Unwavering, toxic masculinity from the dude's den. How you doing? Doing great. How are you doing? Uh, uh, Ethan, we have a producer in tonight. It's kind of cool uh, to have somebody in here that can Google shit for us. Uh, I'm really looking forward to that because I hate trying to type and talk at the same time. It's frustrating this can be. Uh, so Ethan's going to do that. He's going to sit there and he's going to uh, run the program, run the Google. Uh, because tonight, Joe, we have a very special guest. We do. We do. We do. So uh, happy. So happy. So I, I, seriously, very excited about this. Kind of what sucks about it, though, is when we talked about kind of, we, we had talked about doing this and... You know how it is, man. People got all kinds of stuff going on in their life, and you don't think, you, you don't think sometimes how close some situations are to you. So I put out a post about, you know, I need a law enforcement officer. And first message I got, I mean, first message I got was from this lady. And she said something, number one, that naturally when you're not in that field and in that line of work, she said something, number one, that made the most sense to me. And it's you learn as you go. That's why we talk to people so we can learn things. We, we, and she said, hey, almost said, she was being very nice because we're friends. But she's like, dumbass. <laughs> but the great thing was what she said, she said, the great thing about seriously me doing it is I'm retired. That makes a big difference. It does because some people, maybe they come in, maybe they want to be honest, maybe they can't be, and I get that. I get that. I get I'm all for honesty. I'm all for, but I'm, I do understand that people have families to feed. They have jobs. They have pensions. They have retirements on the line. They have these things. And so you go and you, and you say something that gets deemed a certain way. Next thing you know, you're on. You're canceled. Yeah, right, right. And in a time where everybody's being canceled, we didn't want that to happen. So 
I met this lady uh, a few years ago, okay? And uh, we do, as you know, we do a lot of uh, cleanups around the community through the restaurant, and that's kind of where I met her and her mother. And uh, to say the least, man, and I mean this, and I mean this in the best of, uh, I mean, there's no other way to put it. You know, yesterday we talked about Juno, and, and, and a term we've used for Juno a lot, you and I have, is she's a firecracker. Yes. I mean, which is weird because today she's acting like she's all chill and shit, and that's not the case. But she's a firecracker. Well, this woman is too. And I think that's why we hit it off so well. Just our personality. It's infectious. It's, you want to talk to her. You want to be around her. You want, I mean, you just, and when you find people like that, it's unique because some people are very informative and they got a lot of information, but I just want to punch them in the throat. And so it's like, I don't know if I'll ever get all the information out of them because they're dicks. Are there assholes? Are there? It didn't take long for me to drop a bad word. I'm really working on it, but it's the F word I'm working on. <laughs> that being said, um, Susie Cole is here. So, Susie, I'd love for you to say hello. And if you take a second, give us your employment background, where you were, how long for, et cetera, et cetera. Give us like a, if you had to say it in 60 seconds, what would you say? Well, first, I'd like to thank you for letting me be the drop of estrogen in this, this testosterone-filled toxic masculinity. It needed it. It's all about balance. Right, it all is that. All about balance. Right. No, my, my brief history, uh, we might get into why I became in law enforcement at a later date. Right. But I joined the Los Angeles Police Department in 1995. I spent 22 and a half years working and living in the city of Los Angeles. Now, I am a California native, born and raised in Los Angeles. Born and raised. Okay, that was my next question. You got it. You're answering it. Love it. Okay. Born and raised in Los Angeles, so I worked and lived in the city that I patrolled and investigated crimes. I was fortunate enough, with the stars aligning, that I retired the spring of 2018 and moved here to West Monroe, Louisiana. And I met you, I think, in the spring of 2019. Isn't that about around the time I met you? You've been retired about a year, maybe? When I first learned of you, your business was part of that lip sync. Oh, oh yeah, at the, yeah, at the deal, yeah. That's when I learned of Two Dudes Brewing Q. Yeah, so that was the summer of that. Okay, yeah. Okay, and yeah. then I go, hey, Mom, we got to go check this place out. Now, Susie, a little secret about that. I'm not bitter or nothing, but I still say I got robbed that I night. Think, I think okay? I won. I think I'm I won. telling you. Were you second? I, I'm not no, I was third. third. I'm okay. not going to be biased or anything, but I think y'all won. And I was like, this is ridiculous. I mean, I had Uncle Sam. I had a Statue of Liberty. I had a Toby Keith wig. I came out from the back of the audience. It, it, all right. But I digress. We're gonna, we're gonna, one day we're going we're gonna to re-air that clip and we're gonna let society tell us that i should have won but anyway so uh yeah. 22 years yes all right so being a a a, a native a, 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 if i may just terminology you know being an la california girl yes before we get into the law enforcement aspect it had to be a hell of a culture shock to go from there to here had to be, right? 
Not that you can't adjust because you're intelligent, you get along with everybody, but for a minute, it had to be like, shit, man. Not you, but everybody else. What I find interesting with the culture shock, I'll kind of affectionately refer to it as reverse Beverly Hillbillies. Mm -hmm. But this... Reverse Beverly Hillbillies. Or as I call it, from L.A. to L.A. Right, I like it. uh, Looking for a place where I felt I belonged. I get that, though. That but, makes sense. You know, little slower pace, little more sense of community. And searching for places, it was almost a, a throw a dart at the map. No shit. <laughs> Seriously. How, who threw that dart? I mean, it's almost like you got to get... We gotta check their arm. Like, I would like they mean the Tommy John can, can surgery. You, can you throw a second one? Yeah, <laughs> see what happens. I don't know. Do we have two throws? I'll give yeah. the money back that I won at a few Vegas Damn. tournaments. You know, um, but no. so 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 that's interesting. So bring, so it's funny. It's kind of natural segues, of course. So you come here, and again, before we get into law enforcement, so you come here and you said something that's interesting to me. You said a sense of community, laid back pace, of course. I can only imagine that's what you want after 22 years and just fast pay. I mean, I imagine, right? But I'm asking, not telling, but is there not a big sense of community? In, in, uh, is that an issue there? I can only speak for what I experienced. Right. Not everybody else. Look at the mess I made. Susie. Not a big. Talk. W- would that be your fat bottom that's, Betty? Yeah, that's what. Yeah, Deadwood Tobacco. Susie and I are having a fat bottom Betty, and I'm telling you, she likes it. Deadwood Tobacco be a sponsor. That's all. <laughs> that's all we're gonna say. I'm begging. Go ahead. Yeah, we are begging. What were you saying? I'm sorry. <clears throat> what I what I experienced in Los Angeles as a resident was not too much of a sense of community. I lived in the suburbs. I could see my neighbors and wave to them. But it wasn't a cleaning up the sidewalk, um, community patrols where we are, like in downtown Monroe, and we basically fight over the cigarette butt, and you're going, there's a big litter problem. I'm picking up trash going, Where's the plastic bags? Because plastic bags in West Monroe and Monroe are not outlawed like they were in California. Right, we true. can't even yeah. find a, a plastic bag on the on the street. And we're like, this is litter. This is awesome. But, true. That's a good point. Um, you know, community-wise, when you become an officer, it's pretty much your fellow employees, civilian and sworn. They become your family. That's more or less where the community is. Is it because it's more of a transit, like transient type of city, you know, where people don't stay? Or, well, or? Not, not as transient, say, as Las Vegas. Okay. Because, with, you know, Las Vegas, you got probably have more tourists than you do residents. Um, for a while, it was hard to find a native-born Californian. They all came in for the better opportunities 
whether they're breaking into music, entertainment, it's very much what I what I perceived as me, me, me. I would see that on just comparing the way people drive. Here at intersections, you fight over who goes first of, no, you go, no, you go. By the way, no, you go. Come on, you know, you're on the freeways in Los Angeles, and it's how fast can I get ahead of you to stop? Yeah. Very, very much a more... A more selfish. What's in it for me? Where that's that's so amazing because we're talking about. It makes sense to me though when you hear somebody say it because we're talking about driving. Every aspect of what she has said thus far has been. You know, it's about the individual, and they're the only in their mind. They're the only one that exists. Like they're not worried about. You know, uh, the family here and the preacher, and the, they're worried about them and their. Yeah. And it is crazy because that's something that I put everybody else before me. Like, that's just because I think you're right. I think it's just the way the area we grew up in. It was just different. It's not better or worse. That's what I'm saying. Just, it is different. What I also know, you get introduced to people. It's, hi, okay, my name is, and then the small talk is, oh, and what do you do? Almost like, to me, it felt like they were fishing for, oh, what connections do you have? Where here, who are you? Oh, who do you know? Not like, who's your mom and them? Uh, right, right. <laughs> yeah, you, you find out every damn y'all are all related. I just, I just <laughs> every one of you some bitches are related. I mean, I picture every gas station. There's a guy who's like a writer. He's trying to trying to make it, and it's like. <laughs> Here, have you read my script yet? <laughs> that would be the waiters and the waitresses, you know? They're okay. all the all aspiring actors, yeah, actresses. What do you do? I'm an actress. What have you been in? Oh, nothing. Okay. Was there a lot of that? I mean, is that is that standard that that we see on TV and in sitcoms? Is, was it that? that? Especially during the 90s? Like, everybody trying to get into show business. Everybody auditioning all the time. I mean... I'd say I had a plethora of acquaintances that were in the entertainment business one way or another. Would they work as servers? Yes. And then they'd hope they get their commercial gig. Uh, right. Or, fortunately, you know, I know one gal, she did get a national commercial spot. Great on her. She gets residuals every time that... Yeah, that L'Oreal product, whatever it is. Yeah. You, you know, just breaking into it. Um I'm trying to think. Did you ever have, so you get into law enforcement, did you ever look around and go, maybe I should try my hand at something else? Or were you, this is what I want to do, I'm I'm grounded in, in my career? When I decided what I wanted to grow, when I decided... No, you're going to say, well, your well, ass well, ain't grown up right now. But, we know you know. I'm not grown up. We know I'm no, not grown no. up. I wanted to be an astronaut. Okay. Okay. Uh, I've spoken at colleges about, you know, in the criminal justice and been a guest speaker. Oh, you must have wanted to do this for life. No. Uh Uh-uh. I wanted to be an astronaut. So you weren't a little girl, or or you weren't even in junior high or high school going, yep, I'm going to be a cop. You still had a different... I was going to be an astronaut. Um, I did not know how to get there. But that's what I wanted to do. I figured, let's go to the military. 
Air Force recruiter comes along my house. I said, oh, he goes, what do you want to do? I want to be pilot in command. That's a good way to get to be I, an astronaut right there. That's a good start. I, I, yeah. I, yeah. I do nothing, okay? I want to fly. Um, you see, I wear glasses. He's like, well, no vision. But you could be navigator. Yeah. Well, I didn't realize how cool that would have been. So, I, But I said, no, thanks, but no thanks. If I can't. If I can't fly, well, guess what? I'm going to go build them. Okay. Makes sense to me. So, you be around them. All right. So, um, so evidently, I'll, that was a passion. That was Sally K. Ride. She was on my wall. That's awesome. <laughs> that, That's pretty badass, though. That, that, that is. That was my hero. You know, I, I remember, as you two probably do, where you were when the Challenger blew up. Do 100%. Okay. Definitely. That just, I got chills right now. So, I'm going to yeah. go build. Miss Lacey's sixth grade class. Yeah. We were watching it. All these teachers were so excited. I mean, you know. Well, right. my school we're wasn't that bougie. Age, right. You know, uh, we didn't have TVs. What? No. Nope. Well, no, we all borrowed one. There were like eight classes all together, yeah. though. They, they <laughs> rolled, they yeah, rolled, yeah, we didn't all have a TV. They rolled no. it in on the cart for us. Uh, it, it, was, yeah. it was rolled it in on the no, media it, cart. It wasn't until I drove home in this eerie silence and found right. out what happened. And my grandmother who was driving me home told me. And But anyway. I digress. So I'm going to build air shuttles. I go into aeronautical engineering. Well, early 90s, family issues. Mm -hmm. Um, We know the industry, McDonnell Douglas, Boeing, all that. You know, that was all right Right. in my backyard. Well, the industry was folding in the early 90s. That, along with other things, go, all right, Susie has to constantly learn. If I'm not learning... I'm not happy. I get that about you. I do, but, but I do, like, seeing you're, you're very, and I mean this in a good way. I do, of course. As we become friends, you're a very curious, watching, understanding. But I, I'm the same way. I ask a million questions. Do you stay up all night going through wormholes down YouTube? Oh, you would not know. Oh, I mean, good. Like we, like we do. I mean, yes. we both do it. You yeah. don't want to go in this head sometimes. Sometimes I do because I know both of us are pretty effed up. But I'm afraid that may send me over the edge if so, I get in it. But go ahead. So, okay, engineering. I know I love to know how things work. I'm going to find engineering of the human body. Let me go into nursing. And may I say that some of the smartest people I've ever met are more of engi- – without a degree are more of engineers than engineers I've met with degrees. I mean, nope. uh, so you're 100% right. I mean, that common sense that some people have that knack, you can see it all over people. Compared to people that have degrees that are dumbasses. So, yeah. True. Yeah, okay, go ahead. Yeah. So I'm going to go, go into nursing school. Okay. All right. All right. Engineering of the human body. Um, you know, I'm going to school. I'm paying to go to school, taking my nursing prerequisites. I'm working two jobs. Oh, and I'm living by myself, paying my own rent. Ooh, adulting at its finest. It, and at the time, that shit was high out there, right? Because oh. it's higher than everywhere else, right? I don't know if it was high at the time, but I know... It was high for you at the time. <laughs> I was able to survive, but my income, using the programs that were out it, you know, I got low income. My rent was $450 a month. That's what the programs are built for. People busting their ass to get ahead. Yeah. Right, right, 100%. And I made $900 a month, so... Wow, half of it was right there. Half I mean, of think that of went that. right to rent. Wow. So, so now you got transportation, all your utilities, 
and uh, you've got to eat that one thing called eating. Yeah, yeah. you got it's to do that. It's a little hard. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell that. I eat a lot, and no, that, that. <laughs> she's joking. Okay, she's joking. <laughs> well, fortunately, the uh, the lady that I worked for, she had taken this self defense class. She said, "Susie, this is awesome. I'm sending you." I took it. I loved it. I started also teaching self-defense. Now, you guys probably don't believe this, but yes, I am a shy introvert. I don't. No. So, so you're mm. telling me you got moved toward police work because you like to whoop ass. I was just going to say that. I go, so I, I do that to him all the time. I go. It's true. He does you know, do that to our, him. our secretary, her husband was LAPD. One of our realtor's sons was LAPD. They said, you should do it. Okay, and I went, so, no, I don't want to. Then I started teaching this self-defense, and I go, this assertive bitch stuff is actually kind of fun. I take the test. Five months later, I'm in an academy class. Now, do you think, right? Your if, circle kind of took you there, okay. If, if you would have been born a little bit late, like a little bit sooner, you'd been a little younger, MMA would have been possible. Hmm. I did partake of some Budo Jiu-Jitsu okay. later on. Okay, son. I'm kind of thinking um, maybe if the climate was different back the, then. And Corey Everson, she was one of my goddesses, you know, watching the American Gladiator. And oh, oh wow. my God. Those, man, Saturday <laughs> Those morning, women, that was my thing, man. Yeah. Awesome. Um, You know, Linda Hamilton in T2 going. Yeah, she was a badass. <laughs> Yeah. So the, she could have walked in with a strap on, and I'd have been like, "What do you want me to do, ma'am? Hey, Edward, where do you need me?" Edward Furlong did what he could. Hey, okay? look, I'm telling you, man, she was a bad she was built woman. Different. So by the time I was yeah, teaching, to say the least, you know, I'm teaching the self defense. Going, okay, I'll take. You know, my my grandfather, who was born and raised in Missouri before he moved to California, country boy. I was raised with guns. I go, I can shoot. Yeah, I know. Yeah, well, I've seen some of your competition stuff, too. Yeah. Um, I don't have a criminal background. Uh, I can write. And what's this other thing? I can switch a job every two years and not be unemployed. You know, whether it's the assignment and holy... I'll figure out a word here. I know what you're uh, thinking, but I get it. Yeah. Mind you, I was going to go into nursing school. Right. And, I have and to build, pay for nursing school. And even school. before that, astronaut, build rock. I mean, no, yeah. No, no. We're talking, I have to pay for my own school. Wait, you are going to pay me to go to school and train me? You're going to give me that's, benefits? That's the shit I'm looking for. <laughs> You're going to give me benefits and a pension? I don't have to be an astronaut. I don't know. I just feel like it's full circle here. Like, because you, 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 you know how to hurt somebody because you're an engineer. <laughs> you, you went into nursing and you went into self-defense, so you, you could hurt them and nurse them back. All, you know, it, it's come full circle. Uh, I, okay, I can, Joel. I, yeah, I, but I can no, take you out and bring you back. You see the wormhole? Yeah. See the yeah, wormhole? Joel, he went, oh. They sit over there, oh, my God, she could beat my ass <laughs> and then fix my ass. Yeah, I mean. Wow. So – so I'm just going to get, I guess, I'm going to dive into the okay. heart of it. Tell me if you know, whatever you're, but, so you went to work for the force, I think 95, right? Yes. All right. So 95, you leave in 2018. 
Yes. What the hell happened in that time that made that brought things to where they were, to where they are? To uh, what happened? Well, I don't think the start of night was. What was the social climate in '95 in LA? Because I I don't think it was great. Well, I'm right? no, yeah, but I'm saying it pretty, seems like in '18 shit was I, terrible. I was, just, I, mean, I was kind of remembering chaos around that time. And the riots, the Rodney King stuff. That, that's what I'm saying. Was like, okay. was that? I'm asking. Was that '91, '92? Okay, the video cam, hand, uh, the no, the the beating. Was 1991. <laughs> okay. The riots were spring 1992. I'm a. Okay, so you're. Good. I know that you're because good. that was before well, yeah. I moved back from the Central Coast. Well, yeah, and you're there. I mean, that's a big deal. And I deal. went down yeah. while there was curfew. Okay. So I, I, I remember the curfew. Well, yeah, you. I researched that you lived it. Right. 100%. 100%. And then, you know, visiting. What's this curfew? Whatever. Um, so. I was trained by officers that were Vietnam veterans. You know, they had 20 years on, you know, let's say they got out of Vietnam in 75, joined the police department, they got 20 years on. Those were my training officers. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. People had still had kind of a fear of the police and not necessarily scared fear, but a respect. Okay. Respect of authority. Uh, whether it's your teachers, your parents, police, you give them respect. Okay. I know, I know as a teenager, the first time I got pulled over, um, yes sir, no sir, and I thought it was kind of rude of that officer going, asking me if I was being sarcastic. Which I thought was odd, but my uncle being a police officer he said that's what you call them so i don't know if there's more chips on the shoulder okay now i did majority of my career in the san fernando valley okay let's say 1996 97 i'm working the area where rodney king we called it rodney king corner okay which was very close to actually where i was raised um, the first 13 weeks, we called out homicide at least once a week. That is for a confirmed DRT dead right there person. At, at the, least once a week. At the intersection? Or no, not at the intersection, like, but just in the, just in the division. In the general vicinity. Okay. Okay. You know, a homicide was crazy. Even in, you know, you think it's the Sleepy Valley, but um, guess what? San Fernando Valley, that's where the first... And only LAPD SWAT officer was killed, was in the valley. Okay. So you don't have to go to, what do they call it now? South LA, you can't call it South Central because we're renaming things. Now, uh, and so I got to ask, and you be as honest as you can be, why, I, so I didn't know about that rename, so why can't we call it South Central? I'm not being smartass, I mean, for real. Because someone else renamed it. Okay. <laughs> you know. It's, okay, and that's, it, it's and that's supposed like, to be good enough, right? It's kind of like the uh, the connotation denotation. Right. You, you spoke pedophile. Well, that's Greek. Child love. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, minor attracted person. Just rename it. You know, South Central. Oh, you get this 
bad vibe when you say the word South Central. No, it's South Los Angeles. Okay, if it make, I guess it makes people feel better. But, you know, you don't have to go over Understand there to, to see that. You know, I had working in the Valley, had our, um, our own sect of, of Bloods and Crips, and, yeah, it was still wearing, going mm-hmm. back to colors. You had the red, you had the blue, and mm-hmm. which side they were supposed to be at. Mm-hmm. And and so as as law enforcement officers in that time, and, and again you had a, a, a broad time. So, but I'm saying during that time, it's fresh off riots. Mm-hmm. You're working around that Rodney King corner, as you call it. There's a murder a week in that vicinity. During that time, because it seems like now, people just everything identifies with. Everything's about their race, and the, I mean, did, was that even a thing? I mean, you knew that you had a coworker that was black, and he knew you were white. But did you ever concentrate on that shit? Not at all. It's that you know, my, one of my philosophies: we all bleed red. You know, amen. This is amen. This boss. is this is a car paint yes. job. What? Uh, how much? Uh, right, you're exactly right. We've only got this this <laughs> shell for a little while. I mean, yeah, right. How much melanin's in your skin is is irrelevant. You are a human being. So, race. And you would have, and I know you. I know you within community work right now. And I've never, and I don't think, and I think you would say the same for me. We have never, nor will I ever treat anyone different. But I don't care about, I care about people's heart. That's all I care about. But it seems like now, you know, people are people are greatly being judged from a distance. Well, that's a white part, you know. I mean, like at Berkeley, the the where we like don't want white people here because of what, it was what was this phrase? It was we want to shut down white violence, and it's like you know, it's so sad the shit y'all watched and went through and dealt with with these riots that were true racist problems. For it to go here, doesn't it just make you frustrated? You know, I'm I'm frustrated where it's got to a point where people don't take responsibility for their own decisions. Oh my god, accountability. I mean pay the coin. That's logic though. And that's the weird thing. Nobody uses that. Where did that get lost? I what I think where it got lost as when we created the victim, you are a victim of your childhood circumstances. So playing the victim card, oh, poor me, this is... My mom was me. My dad was me. And which, which we know there were people out there was. And we're not downplaying that. But you're right. Versus going, look, these were the cards I was dealt with. All I can do is make sure, you know, if you're an abused child, I will not abuse my child. You know, I like to learn from... Everybody, this even happened on the force. Good supervisors, bad supervisors. If I had a bad supervisor, guess what? I'm not going to do what they did. You know, these, we can't help the cards that were dealt with. Mm-hmm. What you can do is your attitude. Do you overcome them? Attitude and effort, right? That's what we can control. We can control Attitude that. and effort, yes. Uh, I, would, I would get depressed sometimes looking at my coworkers and where... You know, all the, the stuff, the keeping up with the, the Joneses and, you right. know, 
Did I, you ever feel that you, as a woman, couldn't get ahead because you were a woman? Oh, not at all. I used the indoor plumbing to my advantage. So you never, ever felt like a victim? You never felt oppressed? You never felt... On the force? Yeah. No. No. Um, I actually use being a female to my advantage somewhat sometimes when... And hey, real quick, if you don't know Susie, I, I, I encourage you, if you're local, <laughs> come to the restaurant. I'm serious. Come out and meet her. Because she has a very, and I told you, I mean that, a very infectious personality. Like, you want to be around her, you want, but you also know, some people you just meet, you know, this bitch is crazy. <laughs> like, if I not F up. certifiable. Like, like if not I F institutional. Up, she looks like the type like, that would break your arm. And I'm not lying. It just, some people have that persona about, like, they would never do it because they're lovely people. But if you push them to do it, they can't. Yeah, right. you, you don't, you don't want to. No, I know. I know I knew that about you when I met you. You could just tell that. that That's the last thing you want to do. It's the sheepdog. Right. But how many situations? You know, Scary I'm, ones? You've been in some? There's probably been a handful. You know, I didn't have the super glamorous, sexy career of working SWAT and Metro. Jodie Foster's not going to play you in a movie because of a case or nothing. Or which we can't well, talk about that. I mean, okay, she right. might be on SVU. Though. Kate I Winslet mean, I, or something. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who I'd want to play me. Kate but, Winslet. But, like I immediately thought of that. I'm sitting looking at you, and I'm like, he wants everybody to be played by. I like right? Kate, but I could see. I'm not kidding. I could see it. I mean, I've been like, told. Jodie Foster, Laura Dern, Daryl Hannah, but you know. Laura Dern too. Yep. I see that one, too. And then I've been told Glenn Close, and I just about throat punched You were going to punch. I knew that shit was. I knew, yeah, I would have punched somebody. Glenn Close. Anyway. Uh, anyway, okay, so scary situations. Mm-hmm. You were in a handful. Can you give us one in particular? A little detailer? From back in the day or recent? Whichever one you want. Okay. Don't care. This, this was awesome. Last night. Of my night on patrol. Oh, I thought she meant last time. I was like, see? No. My, see? My, she's going out trying to. She's she's a cro- she's the new Batwoman. Hey, hey she, could, she could make the uniform. I know, right? She's yes, I can. New Batwoman. Yes, yes, I can. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, no, my last night on patrol, um, I was a field supervisor. I was a sergeant. We had my, my fellow junior sergeant do something that he probably shouldn't have been doing as a supervisor. Okay. As a supervisor, they do not want us getting involved. We need to be available for advice or responding to situations. To manage, right? To, so to, to manage. manage. Okay. Not what they call be a P4. Right. Don't take enforcement actions unless P4. you absolutely have to. P4, okay. I'm <laughs> well, learning terms. I- well, a P3 is a training officer. Okay. A P2 is your general patrol officer that doesn't have training responsibilities. When you're talking the patrol side. Okay. And then you got sergeant. So, you know, P4 would be the, usually the new sergeants who still want to kick butt and take names. Okay. That's not our job. Okay. That's not our job. He ended up getting into a pursuit. I'm right there. I'm about to go secondary as I'm going, they're not going to like this to supervisors involved in a pursuit. But 
Fortunately, it terminated, but it terminated with the guy running into his house and proceeding to fire a couple shots. He ran into his own house. A house. I don't know if it was oh, okay. his okay, house. Okay. Just, just he went into a house. I'd be like, that's really poor decision making. Was someone... Was there a deceased person? No. Okay. No, 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 no deceased okay. person. But, you know, when you have, you know, this guy is armed. He's shooting at police. He's got the position of advantage. But you can't allow that to happen. You know, you got to manage that fear and do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it turned out good. 100%. How do you train for that feeling? Of of that adrenaline, that uh, we were talking about this last night. There's a you know in Talladega National Forest, the five year old kid comes out with a loaded shotgun, and cops are standing there with a five year old kid with a loaded shotgun pointed at him. What the hell kind of training is there? Is is there something in the handbook for that? No, 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 no. There, there, there would be. See, here's the difference. A respectful dis- difference between firemen and officers. Firemen are reactionary. They hear the bell, boom, they got to go on high alert. Officers, you know, we've had officers shot leaving the station, whether wow. it's in their uni- unit or on their way home in their personal, in their own personal car. Wow. So. And physiologically, that stress factor, it takes a toll on your body. Um, I can't imagine. I can't imagine the, the stress. It, so it do you just you. learn to turn it off? Like, you just, that, that fear aspect of, of, well, I mean, there, there is that people, some people have a fear of dying at any moment. But in that job that's kind of there, how do, how do you overcome that? Is it just a, a turn-off? You're able to... You know, hopefully within the first year, some of that stuff can get weeded out. Um, if there's an officer that you definitely see has that fear factor and you give them enough counseling and guidance and, you know, you got to have a little come-to-Jesus meeting, is, is this job really... For you. How uh, many people did you see? Uh, and I know you may not can put a number on it, but mm-hmm. was that number plentiful? You saw plenty of people that came into it gung-ho, I'm going to do, and then not long, not for me? I know for sure of one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know that there's others. Remember, I said I could switch a job every two years and not be unemployed. Yeah. Right. You know, as you call them, the house mouse. There's tons of admin jobs out there that. Well, that's what I was wondering. Do they shift those people to the other? Not necessarily other shift, but those people tend to gravitate. They gravitate to it. Okay. To the the safer environments. Um, you know, I wasn't always a street cop. I'd never work what you'd say in the building. I did. A, I'd spent a fair amount of time, probably majority of my career, in investigations. But it was geographical. I wasn't sitting there micromanaging, writing policy, reviewing people, doing the nitpicking of, as you want to get into body cameras. Um, 
That's interesting. I've got a question about that a little bit. You know, so that's you, funny you, you said you that. You said the PH word. Um, you know, not the F word. We call it the PH word. Yeah. Or you used, we didn't like that tactical language you used mm-hmm. after the fact when you're under stress. Right. Yeah, well, we say a lot of shit when we're stressed. <laughs> yeah. I didn't mean to call my wife a whore. I swear I didn't. Yeah. I'm joking. Just joking. But, but, but the, yeah, you're you right. Know, they, the, yeah. The, the, with an agency that has... Ethan, you can probably look up the current numbers, but anywhere between nine and ten thousand off sworn officers. LAPD. LAPD, they can, um, as we say, hide, or go inside the building mm-hmm. to be one of those auditors, policy makers, something, something like that. Still be an officer, yes, but behind a desk. I don't want to say pushing papers in a negative way, but that's... Uh, it's a bureaucracy, and bureaucracy right, right. is tons of, of paperwork and checks and balances. And you have to have those people, right? Yes, you do. So it's, it's kind of when a you, When you want evil. trust and transparency, you do, you do need to check. So, I, I mean, it's... It, it, you, you laugh, but you, it kind of brings me... You said trust, transparency, so it brought me to... So, at what point did the body cam thing start for y'all? You're going to love this one. Um, we did not have, okay, my, my last year, my division I was, I was working was issued body cameras at the end of 1997. Okay. Mind you, I retired spring, I mean, not 97, 2017. I left spring 2018. I happened to be off when my division's body cameras were issued and trained on them. Mm-hmm. Ergo, I never had one. Really? Really. Now, I had a dash cam on my okay. on my, my big old thing, which it records. It doesn't Does it record the driver? I don't I don't recall if it records the driver, but you know, the forward face and the audio and stuff like that. Right. Um Unfortunately, my last few months working, when my officers had been issued and trade on the body cameras, mm-hmm. they were still under a probationary period where they couldn't um, quite use tactical language or certain situations for disciplinary purposes. Okay. For example, now I do not have the body camera, but we had to respond to a potential barricaded suspect with a scary black gun a bang bang stick yeah a bang bang stick i have to say, i have to say that on the radio one day because it got a producer trying to was like you can't say gun you and i was like say gun i can't radio? say gun on a pew pew so i did the next segment i said i said bang bang stick and it pissed them off too but <laughs> well i mean what are you supposed to say i don't know what to say yeah i mean if you can't say gun i mean what 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 are we supposed to say it's about? weird time man <laughs> anyway go ahead i'm sorry <laughs> So the senior officer, he takes off his body camera, knowing that he's still in training. Well, he takes it off, does a selfie with this, speaking into it, going, this is Sergeant Cole, flips it over to me. She don't give a F. Uh, PH. A PH. <clears throat> and we're going to go take care of business. Yeah. You know? So- yeah. <laughs> That's my experience with body cameras, except for with a neighboring division. As I told you, sergeants were supposed to be 
managers and available. Well, there wasn't, there's been a time that it wasn't, it's like, look, one guy, I'll take that call. I would, I would handle low level calls to relieve my officers for real police calls. So here's, here's a naked guy walking down the street. Now, mind you. Love when that happens. Love when it happens. All right. I'm in the area. Luckily, another sergeant from a nearby division was there, too. So we decided to go see what's going on with Naked Dude. I get that. You know, well, hey, what's up? And we're working 7 at night to 7 in the morning, and it's about 3 o'clock in the morning, and you're walking down Major Boulevard naked Yeah, in winter. There's evidently a disconnect here We somewhere. just want to make sure you're not hot. Right. Like you just, well, and, and you've got an it's California winter. That. They lied to me in Louisiana. It's not always hot and humid. Anyway, so he's got body camera, and I totally forget. And us cops, we kind of have a little different sense of humor. As I'm saying to him, I'm like, well, I guess we'll be able to tell if it's cold or not. <laughs> and he gives me a little tap on the shoulder. I was thinking and, about and, asking her that, but then I was like, no, I don't want to And, do that, and then but. he taps to, I was like, yeah. Okay. Yep, Brent, she, know, he's cold. <laughs> you know, it, it's stuff like that where body cameras. So, so uh, do you do you think that that changes the way police actually police now? Or do you think that it's kind of getting something that they're getting used to, not used to yet, or does it I hinder? think for the, for the most part, if you're doing your job and you're doing it correctly, I don't care. Personally, I don't care. Record me. Okay. Because I'm not doing any shady dealings. It is what it is. If if I didn't have the reasonable suspicion to stop you, probable not cause to arrest you, I'll get you later. You can back it. You you're saying if I'm doing it, I'm gonna back, I'm gonna be able to back it up factually, and it's not an issue. Absolutely. Okay. Un- unlike we've had, uh, or should I say, LAPD had an officer come from. Another state. They were sworn officer in another state. And he's telling his senior officer, well, hey, let's just write it this way. The officer's like, uh, no, it didn't happen that way. And the officer from the other state was like, dang, you guys are honest, aren't you? Oh, you wow. <laughs> so That's scary. That is really scary um so interesting question we 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 talk about does it change the way you police so get get me into another category here okay at that time it, it, uh, obviously we're talking about mid 90s okay. late 90s there's not a lot of facebook and twitter and instagram and not every not every time you get pulled over do you have a cell phone in your face either correct that being said was it did did we? <clears throat> I want to make sure I phrase this question right. Not because it's something wrong with what I'm asking, but so I ask you right. But it seems like now, like for example, as a crane operator, I would every time I see a camera go out, I'm like, nope, put the camera up because the only videos you ever see are bad lifts. <laughs> Nobody ever puts the good ones up. Hence, at at the time, even though it wasn't social media. To, to, to make it seem worse, was there the same, has it increased the level, the level of officers 
that don't need to be officers? Has it increased or is it just it's more seen now because of every aspect of social media? Well, late, even late 90s, it was hammered into us, especially post-Rodney King. There is someone with a video camera on every corner. You know, oh, I'm yeah, not, you're right. Even just the hand. I mean, yeah, people were doing it. Camcorder, yeah, yeah. you know, cassettes, yeah. things like. The old VHS big. Hunk, yeah. We assumed that. Well, you were in L.A. Well, yeah, right. You know, everyone's aspiring <clears throat> actor, yeah. actress, filmmaker. Something. Documentary maker. I mean, right. You know, so adding a personal body camera, probably not so much. Where I think it hinders is because there is a buffer. Um, you might not have the, the playful banter, the jokes. You probably know even officers around here. A little bit of dark sense of humor. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The stress relief. I don't think they're allowed to have that as much with, with the body cameras. Mm-hmm. I, I could see that being a little hindrance. That was, per, on a personal level. Just on a per, You know, the, the movie End of Watch. Do you see that one? Yes. Uh, uh, what's the young actor's name? Into watch. Googling into. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, we have a Jamie here today. Uh, <laughs> while, while he's googling it, but why don't we see Jake Gyllenhaal? There you go. There I go. Okay. okay. Jake Gyllenhaal. So you know yes, how those uh, officers are bantering back and forth. Oh, that's your people. No, that's your people. Things like that. Right. Absolutely, that goes on 100 percent. That's the time. So, okay. See, so that makes it cool because you're saying that's. True to the, the trade. That is true to the trade. I was fortunate with, with that 2012 movie that I was invited to a special screening and the entire audience was, make, was made of cops. Nice. nice. See, now we, I'm going to have to rewatch that with a different mindset. We our butts off. Just going, ah, we know that, we know that. Especially that banter. You know, if you want to talk racial profiling. not. It's just like, nope, that's your people. That's cool. So, so uh, Jamie, uh, uh, his, uh, his, new, his new nickname is Jamie, <laughs> Jamie now. It's Jamie. Jamie. Jamie, I would like you to Google this for me because I don't know. Uh, I'm going to make sure I got it right for a quick. How many police in the United States, how many police interactions, police to criminal interactions happen mm-hmm. daily? I, I'm trying to figure that out because I, I want to say I, the, doing the research, I think the number is like 2 million I mean, are you just going encounters? Yeah, stops, right, right. Stops, like, every, the, all of that kind of stuff. To the, are you actually endangered of dying by so, being stopped by the police? So, interesting question. This is what this. So, you, I think you see where I'm going here. So, my question is: Is this in, in a world where I feel, and you're the expert here? Am I looking at this wrong? In a world where I go, when 2019 there were 2.3 million police interactions. Anybody. Anybody that is wrongfully killed by a cop is one too many. I agree. Uh, we cannot stress that enough. That being said, the, the, the stigma that people are saying that certain races are being hunted by the police. Like, I've literally heard LeBron James say it. We're being hunted by police. I, th- uh, uh, um, I feel that that's just so false. But am I looking at it wrong? I, 
Are you? Well, am I am I just analyzing it wrong, or, or you know, I mean, because I'm like this many interactions a day. So if you multiply that times 365, then you get that many interactions a year. Uh, so if nine people in 2019, that's what it was. It was nine African American people. I don't want to say men or women because I would be wrong there. If I had it, were shot and killed by police. Two of them being what they considered wrongfully. It's it's to me, it's quite irresponsible for somebody like LeBron to go out and go, they're hunting us. No, they're not. The numbers don't show that at all. They're, they're not actively hunting. Okay? If you want to call police officers hunters, uh, hunting bad guys. What? Bad right. girls. So I guess they, I, you know, they do hunt bad people. But they're not hunting a particular race or demographic or nothing. They're not. We know there's bad ones. That's not what we're saying. Hell, you know more than we do. But I'd, I like to believe, for the most part, I would like to believe that 98% of all police officers are good people. Is that fair? Or what no. would you say? No, not at all. More than that. Oh, uh, okay. Um, you know, you get back to the... Does it anger the you with, with, the, with the, the way they're... Absolutely. Um, police are people. And, and you've seen, and, you know, this is the first night Joel's met me, and he can probably confirm I'm, I'm a little, you know, I'm an individual. You know, you get, you get inside, and I got a creative side. Well, you're, I'm going to say an F word. Okay, sorry, guys. <laughs> you're a fucking human being, too. Like, you don't think I hurt. You don't think I get down. You don't think I get depressed. You don't think, and I'm talking about from your standpoint, like, all those things apply to you, too. And I think we forget that. And now it's so easy to just go, we hate the cops. I mean, there was a video not long ago where a little black kid's out on the street hitting, physically hitting and cussing the police. And it's like, that's learned behavior. And that's terrible, man. Just like I tell people, don't tell your kids, I'm going to send the cops to arrest you. Do, that's right. Do, do not. That's Don't make them scared of you. That shouldn't be a parenting tool. No, it shouldn't be. You're exactly <laughs> you can't right. parent, that's the tool you'll use. Now, when I was younger, growing up where I did, well said, there was, Susie, there was I'm a... I'm going to remember that. I'm going to remember that. Well said. Yeah. There, there was a juvenile hall on our way to a nearby lake. Now... I'd get threatened if I didn't behave. They were going to drop me off there. We're, we're talking. You're talking about as teenagers now, right? Yeah. Oh well, actually, before I was, well, you, you know, were a little wilder. Okay. No, I. Come on, actually, I was a. Were good you kid. a bad kid? No. Shit. I was. I had too. I was shy. I was scared. I don't. Not like I know, but I just know her a little, and I just see her being a hellion because I see a little. I see Juno in her. I see no. her the one that would jump off the balcony and shit. Mm-mm. That's what worries. No. Okay. No, I, well, that all kind of changed when I got my first go-kart, but before that, no, I was, I was a scaredy cat. Very shy, very quiet, very reserved. Did, you, you wouldn't think of that from this, but there's only be, four of us, so I'm a little more open. Did becoming a police officer bring you out of that? Was it, because some, like, I, I sometimes will go toward a fear to try to, tackle that fear i went into retail because i was an introvert purposely so that i could get over that oh okay so no. i wonder if police police if was that your 
what actually changed me is life that gets in the way, and I had a whole lot of personal introspection. Okay. And fortunately, what LAPD has, which is awesome, is um, a whole bunch of psychologists on staff. So there wasn't a stigma to go see them. I'm, I'm kind of glad you're here and, like, we got somebody from LAPD because I've never heard it, you know, from the media that you hear. We've never been told that LAPD is awesome. Like, you, no. you know what I'm saying? No. It to be painted in a It's positive, a shithole. If yeah. you listen to it right, it is. That's, that's it's what a shithole. What? I mean, there's no way those so, people. So, I mean. Not way, there's uh, no way 98% of the cops are bad and 2% are good. There's no way. And, I, and I'm thankful for LAPD because I was able to retire at Look, less than 23 years. and You just I, turned 50. We just talked about this. Yes, and I you did. retired three years ago. Four, four years ago. Yes. I mean, and plus the people, the relationships, the, uh, 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 I mean, the lessons. I mean, this is life lessons that no degree anywhere you think will get you. I'd try to explain this to other people. You know, oh, the, it's white boys, uh, you know, vigilante, racial, hate everybody. You'd go to any one of our company Christmas parties, the amount of interracial couples... Across all demographics. And that's the way it should be. Was, if you love somebody, like, who cares? Was right. More than I would say the general population. That's awesome, too. And That's great. You go and you see this mixed melting pot. And there was no staring like, oh, my God, look at, look at Bill. Bill's with her. And there was none of that, right? It was just, look. This great people. Well, great people. Well, I imagine if Bill hit the sauce too early. You well, know, yeah, Bill, some, yeah. Some laughing because Bill's on the dance floor. Well, yeah, if you get drunk, crazy. that's a whole different deal. But, you know, you know there, there's certain things that aren't. Bill's captains crazy. Left, captains left parties early. They, I was they just, knew. Certain things you can't talk about. But So, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you three words. And, and really, like if, so if, like if you're seeing a, a therapist, which I've talked about, something I see a therapist or counselor now regularly. Just things I've been bothered about over, over years, and some childhood stuff. But as my grandmother taught me, y- your mom, my, which was her daughter, and and my son-in-law, your dad, are not good people. You are not going to go out there and be a dick to people. I will stop. And and so it was like, okay, I ain't going to do that, because she saw it. She, it's like so weird. You said that victim mentality. That was around the time she was telling me that I was becoming a young man. And she was saying that. So she saw that, too. She saw that coming. So I give you three words, like if I was at a therapist, and you tell me how you feel about three words. Really. Defund the police. You get what you ask for. If I could stand up, I'd give her a standing ovation, because that's what's going to happen. You're going to want that. And Okay. Who's going into these domestic violence situations where, where this husband beat the shit out of this wife? Oh, it's fourth time now, and he's got a gun at the kids. You're, you're not sending a social worker in there. No, I've read some of those reports that they want to send the community workers. That's great. Um, what are we calling you now? That's Joe. <laughs> no, no, not Joe. No, 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 no. Oh, Jamie, Jamie. Jamie, Jamie, yeah, yeah, Jamie. You know, mo- most cops are killed, traffic accidents, yeah, domestic, domestic violence. 
and you want to send a therapist to the domestic violence call. You want to? Yeah. Uh, I'm just saying the the number. Take it for somebody that knows that lady, not me. That lady. Except for 9/11, which was, I believe, one of the change the ratio of how many first responders officers were right. killed. Right. Um, the number one cause of officer death is traffic accidents. Number two is involving domestic violence calls. You know, I've I've had plenty. Meet the DCFS worker. Um or what do you call it here? CPS? Child oh yeah, protection. right, yeah, right, yeah. Okay. You know, they're dealing with uh no one wants their kids messed with. No one wants their kids taken away. Okay, they respect. That creates emotion. When emotion like that happens, we know what happens in emotion. Yeah. Um, the other. That looks very similar. You were awesome, Jamie. So, Look at so that. What is, what see, see, y'all aren't here, but there's just download PDF charts that calls us a law enforcement death, blah, 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 blah. And so we didn't have that before. Automobile crash. I mean, all those are double digits. Wow. That is crazy. Do you it's think that's that's more because of the amount of road time? You know what I'm saying? That. Well, honestly. Well, if your job is driving, you know, eighty percent of the time, automobile accidents w- would be more or more prevalent. A- absolutely. Anytime you put yourself in more. Not situation, saying that they're bad drivers. I'm saying like other people, like hitting cops. They're on the side of the road. Would that be counted as an automobile accident if a cop pulls someone over and is hit during a stop? Uh, Yeah, and and especially at nighttime, that that is very much what happens because drunk drivers are actually kind of like moths to a flame. They see a flashing light. They go over. Yeah. You know, I had one one of my coworkers. He was... He survived, but... um, he lost the use of his arm because of a drunk driver going towards. Yeah, it's it's, it's you know, and, the and there's tactics that they've learned over the years to help mitigate of where you conduct your 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 stop, where you approach, how you approach. One tactical reasons. Number two, not getting yourself squished. I want to I want to point something out here, boss. Um, when I look at this chart over the past decade, something. That troubles me. So I'm, t- and I'm going to pick on LeBron in particular because it pisses me off when people say such things. But when he says things like that, and then I look at this, because Jamie, we can get Jamie to pull up, uh, not right this second, because I want to, I want to point out this. But we could pull up quotes LeBron has made about the police hunting minorities, etc. All right, but I'm looking at this. Law enforcement deaths, 2011, 186. 2012, 144. 2013, 130. All right, it goes, goes, goes. Now watch, 2018, 183. 2019, 139. Look what it does in 2020. We won't discuss what's going on with 2020. Look at where the deaths came from. What that, that's what I'm getting. I mean, I don't even know why they've got that COVID line in there. But, but... Look at that. Like, I'm just in a, it's hard for me to believe that 
that many cops, 182 officers died due to, am I reading that right? COVID-19 related deaths. You are reading that correctly. But do, do you, I can't say it. I, I don't say I can't say it. I can. I don't want to be that. But do you feel like that data is correct? Uh, the reason I ask is this. Uh, if I have COVID, <laughs> uh, really, if I get pulled over and I get shot by a guy and I have COVID, <coughs> did they label that death? That's what, what I was COVID? just going to add. That was my interjection. You might have so, a few mislabeled okay. things in there. I, I'll, 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 I'll admit that. Yeah. But still. Well, like, I, have, I know some, I cannot say her name, but I know somebody that works for a hospital. And 100%, she said it's... Do you it's, trust her? Yes. Okay, okay. She said it's, it's absolutely, it's asinine. <laughs> the people that come in there die a heart attack, had COVID, but they're 180 pounds overweight. It's their third heart attack. It's their... But the cause of death it's was COVID. COVID. And she's like, it is so misleading because that's not the case. But anyway, neither here nor there. You know, and we also know death rates. Um, you could say that the murder rate has also, except for maybe the past few years, mm-hmm. declined because advancements in medical technology. Mm-hmm. You know, you got people that can get saved from a gunshot wound now. Oh, right, right. You know, so our yeah, there are certain hospitals you want to go to. I get a gun show, take me there because they're just used to. Uh, unlike L.A. had this one called Killer King. If you were shot and you went there, you weren't you weren't coming back. Remind so, me, make notes of that, Jamie. So if we go down. to L.A., we don't want to go there. It's shut down. Now. Okay. Don't worry. <laughs> so, all right. So, um, so the defund the police thing. I, I think we, I think we all agree. But let's say. Let's say you're tasked with, uh, no matter, it doesn't matter who the president is, it doesn't matter, all that's irrelevant. They come to you and they go, hey, you know, you're, you're, you're a veteran of the LAPD. Uh, you had a, a, a impeccable career. You know, we need to do some sort of police reform. Uh, it, I'm not saying that, I'm saying if I, you're tasked with that, what do you think needs to be done? I'm sorry, Joe. What, oh, what I was just that? saying, I think, I think that really the – there, there was a really mislabel on that, and and by the defund people who kept using that word. Yeah. And I think what the majority of of the not crazy liberals wanted was more of a retraining. You know what I'm saying? And just a, a rebrush of you know. Coming up with new policies to you know, to try to have so less, how, less lethal ways. Right. Of, so how do you feel? Uh, I'm not saying tell Joel he's wrong, right? Wrong. I'm just saying, do you feel like that was the case, or or do you like me and Joel and I? We we laugh about this a lot. We I'm one that thinks no, half these crazy some bitches want police forces shrunk down. They don't want them doing you know, and and I think it's in predominantly minority minority areas too but is is the answer there in the middle of ours or is it one or the other do you feel like these people really want the police defunded or they're wanting more of just a retraining well first i heard you say you know minority areas i wouldn't say minority areas i'd say lower socioeconomic not necessarily minority areas okay okay i i, I buy that 100 percent um You know, it's hard for me to say reform because of the agency that I came from. 
I, I believe is pretty much one of the trendsetters. Well, it sounds like they're mm. kind of like the pinnacle. Yeah, like uh, they're they're ahead of the time a little bit. Uh, uh, warts and all, you know, uh, kind of on top of the game. Okay. okay. Did they still end up under a federal federal consent decree? Yes. But what did they do? Adapted policies. Okay, the That's policies are in writing. And as I would explain to anybody, you can put the policies all you want. We're doing the same thing as we were before. It's just now they're counting the beans to make sure we were following the policy. Is there any that's po- an interesting statement too? Policy <laughs> Sorry, out there that you saw that you just said that's kind of bullshit. We're not going to do that. Like a- as a police officer, that you're going to say that's BS. Oh, we're not. We doing cannot that. do that. Yeah. Okay. Well, we did. We have under the federal consent decree. Mm-hmm. And this is back with triplicates and paper. You know, the bad part is, is I could sit here and talk to her like eight hours. I know. Like, I'm not kidding. Like, like, I could just sit here and go, keep talking. I just uh, want to uh, keep shooting questions. Shoot as, questions. As, I, as I listen to some of your other ones going, two hours, okay. Um, no. Kevo, Kevo, I'm, I'm a multitasker, but no. No, see we're going to do happens. I'm telling you right now, we're going to do part two. I'm telling you, I'm already thinking of something I want to talk to you about. But right. go ahead. Go, go okay, ahead, so in triplicates. We had to collect data. They didn't say how the data was going to used, going to be used, but we had to collect data on every person that was detained. And as far as sex, that was before we had the other ones with the perceived sex and gender. This went to sex, um, ethnicity, and handcuffed, not handcuffed. Now, Federal consent decree just said we had to capture that data. They didn't say what we had to do with it. Now, you in Los Angeles, over 50% of the population is Hispanic. Okay. Now, there are certain divisions. Now, at the time there was 18, there's currently 21 divisions, whether you want to call them here, if they're precincts, areas, whatever. There's different ethnic makeup. Now, I had a, a partner, he's senior to me, I'm following his rules, be like, oh, we stopped a, two purple people today. We have to go find a green one to balance our books so they don't think we're profiling. Well, to me, that policy of capturing the data of who you stopped made officers profile more. So now they were concentrating on the race and so what if you work in... That's you know, interesting. If you work in more the East L.A. side... Of course you're, you're going to get more of Hispanic, one demographic. You're going to get more of one demographic. It, it does, uh, because that's the pool. You go fishing, and it's, well, a, it's there's a whole bunch of stock trout in there, and you're trying to dig for the catfish just to balance out your book. So Interesting. So one of the questions I have written in that book for you kind of goes on on, on that premise of in a friendly <coughs> debate with somebody I had not long ago. Uh, I know Joel wasn't there. It was me and three other guys at, at the restaurant. Well, not he long didn't ago. Invite me. Well, no, you were working. Oh, I didn't even know we were going to do this. It just sort of happened. Like, sit down, okay. And then here we go. This comes up. And uh, but what's funny was he said. He was talking about uh, the, the, ow, we talking about the LeBron thing. Sorry, dude. Talking about LeBron thing, which is up right now. 
LeBron James, this is a tweet from April 21st, 2021. I'm so damn tired of seeing black people killed by police. I took the tweet down because it's being used to create more hate. No, your, 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 your tweet created more hate. But that being said, this isn't about one officer. It's about the entire system, and they always use our words to create more racism. I'm so desperate for more accountability. All right, which I think a law enforcement officer here says, oh, I agree too. Criminals, everybody needs to be more accountable. That being said, the argument I gave, and I want, I'm saying from an expert, did I say this right? If you're just listening in, do you go, no, that's right or wrong? Because I... Here's what I did. I, I, we were talking about African-Americans shot, killed by police. And I said, well, you know there's more white people shot, killed by police yearly. And he goes, well, yeah, there's more white people. And I went, that's not the number you look at. You look at police interactions. I don't care how many people are out there. You look at police to that racial interaction. So when you look at it that way, you're wrong. It doesn't matter that there's more white people out there. It's... Right, wrong, indifferent doesn't matter. Facts aren't racist. Police have more interactions with minorities. Maybe, right? maybe not. No. Well, on a whole, as a whole, when you pull the data up, and you could find, I don't know how, I don't know what to Google to find that data. Do it, Jamie. <laughs> Jamie. Jamie, you call him Jamie now. Okay, here's, here's but, a okay, good go example ahead, go ahead, that sorry. happened to me that I was accused of racial, of of. Stopping someone because they were black. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, they called me and they go, and and it was it was going to be an, a, a sergeant log entry, and that's before the policy was reformed. That nope, any complaint is documented, tracked, whatever. So then it got turned into a, yeah. Did you? My, the sergeant asked me, "Did you stop them because they were black?" My response, yes. He goes, would you like to explain? I go, yeah. Radio call came out. Three male blacks, aged 18 to 21, had just shoplifted from the Ross and were running. So you're using detective skills at that This point. is before I was a detective. Yeah, but, but still, you're using a detective skill. You're not... So did I stop them because they were black? Yes, that's what the comments of the call stated. If I had three albino So what are people, you supposed to look for? <laughs> I would have loved to heard that call. Three albino <laughs> robbery. It's L.A., anything can happen. I mean, that would be amazing. Okay, it's L.A. I work sex crimes. You won't... You, there's so, some, are you telling me that's <laughs> happened? Like... Not necessarily the albinos, but you you gotta go. You get a lot. I I, I almost just want to go see this train wreck, you know, just yeah, things like that. You know, roll call. You well, get it's like briefings. I did pull them over because they're black, but that's what the description was given to me. Now, I've what do I do? It, I've had it the other way, right? With um, juvenile, they were described as. As male Hispanics, okay, mm-hmm. but they also describe shirt, pants, right, whatever, breaking into cars. In the nearby area, what do I see? Uh, dark-haired, olive-complected, with the same clothes, clothing description in the area. They were of more Middle Eastern descent. Mm-hmm. I 
but based on the comments, okay, where was this person? Where had they seen them breaking in the car? Jesus, I'm just listening to what she's being told. This shit's not easy. No, no. <laughs> and that's what gets me is people just think it's so cut and dry. Like, really? You want to do it? You want to be on the other end of this radio and hear these descriptions? And then you've got to go out and decipher, okay, who are we... As we're going, what, they're this, not they're not Hispanic. They're Middle Eastern. But I'm going. But but if you go on the description of the dark hair, olive complexion, what do I do? You know that. And and we know, of course, we're we're smart individuals. Well, all right. Let me back up. Let me back up. I'm talking about me and Joel. You're smart as hell. We're yeah, we're all right. But we, we know there's so much more to it than what a lot of people that just dog police. And we know people that do it all the time. We know there's more to this. But when you listen to this, dude, it makes me, it genuinely gives me anxiety for cops. Because what do they do? You get a description, you stop somebody. You gave me a description. If it's the wrong person, it's well, your profile. Yeah, but that was the description I was given. And then it's like a no-win situation for you. What do you do? Honestly, you do the best you can. We can. And there's uh, not a bet. That's such an. People go, I don't. Well, well, that's an elementary. Because that's the answer. Because there's no book, there's no handbook that says when you get a description, you got to do this. I mean, you got, it, it, it's. You're given crime bulletins. Here's a picture. Um, and sometimes that's hard. Sometimes that's hard. I was, I was the lead detective of a, of a case um, where I got res- called out earlier in the day. Woman had been sexually assaulted in a gas station bathroom. Mm-hmm. Okay. Several hours later, the they stop a man matching the description mm-hmm. and do what's called a field show up. They go in and get the the victim. Uh, I know it was at least six hours later. Now we're at dark with a cross racial ID. I'm a detective. I'm like he's wearing the same stuff, but you know I'm dealing with my partners. And this this sex crimes unit I worked with, it was awesome. It was it was. This the, just scares. I'm listening to it. And I'm fucking getting. I, it's the United Colors of Benetton. You know, I, I you got me. We have my Japanese Samoan looking supervisor. Um, we have my my other partner who who's a man of color. It was anything you wanted. Right we, right, we had, and we used that as tools because we did come from different backgrounds mm-hmm. and learning different cultures. You know, me as a woman, I know I probably wouldn't get as much response from a suspect as one of my partners, mm-hmm. but I digress. So I got these two men going, it's him, it's him. Let's take it to the DA, the, the district attorney. I take this case to the district attorney, and I'm like, boss, we have a cross-racial ID several hours later. I don't think you have a fileable case. Huh? What? 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 I, I, so, I can get that book out, and you see this question. She said DA, and I was going to ask. 
Did you ever just feel like at your time there, there was a DA that just worked against y'all? Because like we have a DA here in town. I, I was about to say we got did a DA he just here in town. Re-election. Yeah, we got a DA here in town. Let me tell you something. One re-election. I'm 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 eat. Look, I because I'm nobody in this town. I don't whatever and. and and but I think he's pathetic. I've heard he's a really nice guy. I think he's pathetic. That's what I've heard. And I I, he may be I, the nicest guy know. in the world. That's what I'm saying. I was like, but that but, doesn't change your job performance. But he's absolutely terrible. Crimes are going unpunished. People are being let go. It's disgusting. It's it, it's just it makes me sick to my stomach. That being said, in your time there. Do you remember a, a period where it was like, shit, this was the toughest period ever because we were being worked against? Well, okay, when I say district attorney, I actually mean like deputy district attorney and okay. never went to uh, right. the, 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 the guy the, the or the guy. girl or whatever. Yeah, right. Um, and we know they're f- Los Angeles' filing criteria and the county of Los Angeles had different filing criteria than, say, Alameda County up north. Um, you know, as far as checking the boxes, you know, it was harder, harder to file in. Ab- absolutely, okay. and I would, and I would notice this in another unit I worked where I worked with the post-convicted sex offenders. Okay. Of who got convicted and which crime they were actually convicted of, and then I'd get their histories of what they, of the reports of what was done, and then the plea mm-hmm. bargain and things like that. Um. You know, so it it's things like, where are we going with the cross-racial ID? Right. You know, what's fair is fair. I'm not going to go, okay, this is a guy that kind of looks like it, but, you know, unfortunately, I'd love some closure for this woman and mm-hmm. say that's the guy. But in my heart of hearts, I could not say. I don't know. That's the guy we, we got to. Right, we got to pull the trigger. I'd say pull the trigger. Yeah, no, that's no, what I no, no, Sorry, sorry. <laughs> we have to we have to staple the stapler, so whatever it is. Was this yeah. before like rape kits and and DNA had kind of helped ease that type of detective work? Because I think now it feels like that there's a little less guess and a little more uh, uh, long term. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah you're right. Maybe, yeah. And again, we could be talking out our ass. It just it, seems it's like kind of like like fingerprints and DNA. I don't know what I want to give up for investigative tools. Mm-hmm. Um, now, mind you, when I came on, it was shortly after OJ and the big old boring DNA debate because that was still called considered voodoo science with DNA. Yeah, when Barry Sheck got up because he was that DNA guy in the courtroom, it got boring, but. You you couldn't have hit that any better. It did get boring, but 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 I tell you, I went. But back. they had to lay foundation right. in order for Uh-oh. this new science to be right. issued into crime, kind of like with fingerprints, and you know, because there was one time That's when right. fingerprints prints were not there. Mm-hmm. Prior to OJ, you could really just go, "Are you O positive, AB negative?" If there's blood. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time, when I first started. DNA, you actually had to have more of a fluid sample to get okay. DNA. It has gotten so sensitive now. Now we now. have, we can actually get, you know, touch DNA, which was great because I, because you do have touch DNA now. When we didn't back in the day when I was doing some interrogations and mm-hmm. you know, CSI and the crime shows, yeah, they did wonders for police work. 
Really? Oh, That's man. interesting. Okay. You know, because in 48 minutes and you can get a DNA result back. Oh, that was sarcastic. That was, I, I get it I, now. I no, it worked so well in in, in interrogations because people are watching because so much they, CSI. Oh, they thought it. Oh. That's what it happened. They didn't know that it actually took over six months look, to get look, the results wow. back. Look, she needs to reach over here and close my mouth because I'm going, that. The beauty of that, though, hey, you know we're going to get this shit back in an hour. Oh, I did it. I did it. I did it. Like the guy the other day. I ain't got no money. I ain't got no money. We got you on camera. Well, I'll take you to the money. You come back in an hour, <laughs> you don't have it back. You're like, uh, things ain't looking good for you. I don't, I don't know what you're going to do so, here. So, now, so you're, you retire in 2018. So I don't know how much of this, because I don't have my, my dates, years right or whatever, but you retire in 2018. So... <clears throat> Yeah, it's like, I don't, you know, it's almost like when you leave a city, like you're at a city for vacation or whatever, you leave, and then you leave, the weekend you leave, all this crazy shit happens. You're like, why couldn't I have been there this week? It was one year after. So, Black Lives Matter. Was that beginning to be a thing when you left, or was that, did did that come after you left? There was some BLM, but you had the, the Floyd in the 2019. Right, right. And... You know, right. So, see, at Kid Rock, it's funny. It, 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 he did make me laugh because somebody said to him, at a, at, there's video of him. Somebody said he's going into his club, you know, the big ass honky tonk, whatever. And he's going in there, and somebody was like, uh, because he is conservative, you know, they're like, You're, Black Lives Matter. And he stopped and he went. And I'm just going to say the sorry. And he went, No shit, motherfucker. Yeah, they do. And I think it just shocked the person. They were like, And he's like, Yes. They do matter. Thank you. And he, you know, he walks away. And, and they were just shut shot. But now he walks away and, and, you know, and he's able to say to the camera, because, like, not arguing on social media, you and I wouldn't go out and just argue with a random person because it doesn't do any good. No, I've tried it. Right. But, sucks. but you know, he's looking at the camera. He goes, My, he's exactly right. They do matter. All of them matter. Can we concentrate on where the problem really is? So I'm not putting word into Susie's mouth. But do you feel like the group, not the phrase, the group, do you feel like the group's missing the boat? Yeah, I, I mean, we're looking in the wrong place? Or, or can you talk? Can you speak to that or not? You know, as, as far as officers targeting people of color, no. It's just not happening. It's not happening. What I see happening is we're getting away from the lack of authority. You know, of, for, I said, I came, I came from a highly trained agency. Um, you get put in check by your own for trying to be John Wayne and badge heavy and whatever. You know, officers are servants. Officers are not the ultimate end-all, be-all punisher. They They're are. sitting Stallone and Cobra. We are. You're right. I didn't see that one. What? We're going to watch that shit together. Okay. I think okay. she's more referencing great Judge movie. Dredd. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. We're going to watch Cobra together. That's a bad you know, movie. The, they get mad at officers arresting, but arrest is not the ultimate. A police officer enforces the law mm-hmm. that they did not write. Policymakers wrote that law. There is a judicial system that determines the prosecution, the fine, the punishment. 
the only thing the officer is doing by arresting you is arranging the meeting. Taking you before the magistrate. That's right. Arranging the meeting. That's it. You go back to the Chris Rock. How to not get your ass beat by the police? If you remember that. that I do. Book. I do. Okay. I do. <laughs> I do. That's, that's kind of how. And it works. we all kind of thought, like, yeah, uh, you know. You know, kind of the the. The same thing. Yes, sir. No, and sir. And nobody is saying, nobody, I don't think, in this group is saying there have not been instances of, all right, all right that, you're discussed, right, you got to be, you don't need to be a police officer anymore. But, but I do feel, and I wouldn't know because I'm not a cop, but I just don't feel that minorities are being hunted. I just, I don't, it's not in the data. And if we look at numbers, they're not racist. They're just facts. No. And, and the one unit I was fortunate to work with that we were more hunters were identified people who were, fe- who were wanted in relationship to felon, felony charges, most likely armed. So we were prepared to get into a shooting. We were not going to execute them. Yeah, you were just prepared to answer the call if it came up. If it came up. I mean, there was, there was some crazy training involved. I can't imagine. Did you find that what was going more on? with, like, gang-related, if you found out they had gang affiliations or... No, we're talking, like, armored car robbers. Oh. Oh, no, we're talking about Al Pacino, uh, Robert Nero Heat. <laughs> we're talking Heat. Okay. Oh, um, oh! Okay, okay. <laughs> God, I love that movie. Okay, which, sorry, which sorry. I happen to... Watch on a bus ride, you know, the, the North Hollywood shootout. I'm, I'm going to okay. make us a list of the movies we're going to sit here and watch. Up, the yes. one that was armored up. And they Thanks to that, the officers were no longer issued 9 millimeters, and they got uh, the 45s. Okay. So what did you care? What was your standard sidearm? I was, was issued a Beretta 92 FS. Now, if you had your choice. Uh, that's my next question. I hate when you do that. I like it, though, because you're kind of thinking my language. You had your choice. What, Sometimes. What would you like? I, there's an episode of a podcast, and I don't know if you listened to it, one, I called it, because I do like Friends, the one where, every episode's the one where, the one where, and there's one, the one where Joel's conservative side played peekaboo. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I said, this fucker's going to hate me. But anyway, but what would your I actually do choice? not have... A choice. I thought of going to a 40 or a 44. You're good with whatever. But this was what I was trained on. This is what I, I know. And to get anything else was a private purchase. And I'd be like, get this. This will do just or, as good. I'll need to waste the money. This good and I need to do some engraving on my cowboy gun. So <laughs> where do I want to spend my money? <laughs> so, all right. So that brings me to this question. Um, I am a, obviously... Doesn't mean it just because I say I am something don't mean shit. But I am a big proponent of the Second Amendment. We were talking about it yesterday. And like Joe and I were talking about the podcast last night. It was like, you know, how driving, you know, you got to do this, this, this. And, and we both like driving is a driving is a privilege. You're not guaranteed to be able to drive. That document behind us says, you know, if I'm not a fel- if I'm if I'm a good law-abiding citizen, it's a right. I'm one that does feel we've got to keep those guns out of mentally ill people's hands. I think Joe and I both agree, right? Freaking social media 
is a huge problem with all this, but what do we know? But what do we do? Like, what? I mean, I mean, it's like, what do we do? Like, you have the magic elixir, but. What's your opinion? What's your, what's your thought there? Like, how do we, how can this even be, even to get studies? How, how do you even go about something like this? Yeah, uh. It's it's with the verbiage. How do you define what mental illness? Say, and is? that's a great, but you, you know, know um, God, is it is it does someone that requires a therapy dog because they had instances of uh, PTSD, mm-hmm. and, and now you're on a federal, you know, one of the easy accessible federal Watch lists. lists. Yeah. You know, is that a mental illness? Well, I think first step would be like domestic violence. People well, have- now okay. if you've been arrested domestic violence, you're not. You're a prohibited. The systems, person. yeah. That's why I get. I, Joel knows every time I buy a gun. Every time, every time, I get delayed. And do I have a problem with it? No, because I'm a law-abiding citizen, and I don't want the guy. Because my given birth name is Kevin Mitchell Meredith. There is a Kevin Mitchell, and it's either in a northern Arkansas or northern Ohio. I can't remember but that's been arrested and convicted of domestic violence twice. Well, they should delay me every time just to make sure it ain't that asshole getting a gun. So I'm okay with that. I don't care. But in five days, they go, yep, it's not you. You're good to go. Fine. How do we, how do we make sure? I mean, we use the background checks, et cetera, but should we, if a kid is 17 years old and he's been seeing a therapist, and he's had bipolar disorder, or he's been on this drug or that drug. When he turns 18, none of that matters. Should it matter? Uh, your opinion. I believe it does. It, it should matter. I, I do too. Um, but. You know, I'm, I'm a big proponent of Second Amendment myself. I, I would imagine... You know, you know, being that you're, you know, a crack shot, and you, I've seen the pictures of you with the competitions and shit, and <laughs> I think I'm a good shot. And then I see her, and I'm like, fucking hate her. <laughs> God, I hate her. <laughs> Seriously, we got to go shoot with because it's like I am until she is. I'm like, I don't even want to shoot no more. I, you know, I'm tired. My finger hurts. It's it's a tool. Um, well said. That's it. Just like a hammer, anything else, it's what the person does with it, right? Absolutely. Uh, and that's, you know. Um, as, as far as I know, my mini arsenal hasn't done anything. A trigger has never went off by itself. No. That you know of. That I know of. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Joe and I talk, and, and again, I think we both agree that I'm all for it. Like, I'm even, as somebody that was a crane operator, had a CDL license. Every two years, I'd have to go get a DOT physical. You know, grab, I mean, just call it what it is. Grab by the testicles, the finger in the butt, all that stuff, cough, all that, all that crap. I test this, that, and the other. Would it be, would you consider it an infringement upon someone's Second Amendment if we said, hey, every three years, you need to have a psychiatric evaluation, 30 minutes? Or would free. it even be free. able to? Well, not it would have to be free, because because then you you're almost putting a, a tax on. Okay, oh, well I see. You know what I'm saying? Right. Oh well, yeah, you you got to be free. Like, I do see that. Like Germany, they have gun I licensing requirements. However, they give the licenses free. Yes, I, I get what Joe said. Yeah, I agree, hundred percent. You know what? 
But how do you feel? Where is the threshold of what mental illness is? Yeah. There's so much gray area everywhere. How do you govern it? Is it it? an eating disorder? Is that a mental illness? Is it, you know, your your significant other died and you're feeling, is it situational depression? Is it chronic depression? Um, You know, I have friends that are in the VA system and because they're going through some stressful times, I'm like, you know, maybe just get a little happy pill. It's like, yeah, I'm with the VA. I don't want to do that because I'll end up on the list and they'll take my guns. And it's a situational depression. Wow. wow. <laughs> well, you know, you don't think about, it, it, obviously with everything else, there's so many moving parts. How do you, how do you mandate all these different things to get to this? Now, I said last night, I may sound like a dumbass, but when Joel left, I was writing stuff down for you. And I was talking to Mary, and I was like, what, you know, think, Susie, like, what question would you ask off the wall? You know, just off the cusp question, you know, whatever. And obviously, it came, I mean, we both very intrigued about what an officer felt about, you know, school shootings. And I looked at Mary and I said, I think this dumbass right here can fix that. When the kids are in class, lock the fucking school down. <laughs> we got National Guard officers. Put one at the front of every school with a gun. And that's the only way in or out. Is that far-fetched, or why can't we do that? I don't think that's too far-fetched. I don't either. Like, let's put a National Guard you know, my, soldier there. My, my thing is, criminals don't care what the laws are. Uh, can my, you say, say that one more time? Just For, for those in the back? Yeah, please. Criminals don't care what the laws are. I love when people go, we got to create more gun-free zone, Chuck, because criminals, they, they're going to go, you know, Bill, can't go shoot there because that's gun-free zone. Let's go another place. That's not happening. You know, my prior to me moving, I was working overtime on a case. While I was working, my home was burglarized. Mm-hmm. I had thousands of rounds of ammunition Boy, they'd have stolen. screwed up if they'd have come when you were there. God almighty knows. Okay. Yes. At the time, to buy ammunition legally in Los Angeles, you need backgrounds and fingerprints to buy ammo. Hold up. <laughs> Hold up. Hold up. I did not know that. To legally purchase ammo, at the time, to legally purchase ammo in that area, L.A. area. Yes. To ammo. Ammunition. You had to have a background check and fingerprints. Correct. So my question we, to you, Mister 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 Thief, <laughs> you steal ammunition from my house. Mm-hmm. You are going to sell that. Are you requiring your buyers to have right. fingerprints? Right. Background checks. Right. Well, and, and when you, and you know you make such a good point when you start leaving things up. And I don't say the government, but when you start leaving things up to the human opinion, it gets weird because you don't know. So I, I kind of get to like the, the, the New York thing. Well, in order to get a concealed carry, you have to prove that you have a dangerous situation that allows you to have it. Well, I prove it. The person I'm talking to may go, no, I don't think that's dangerous. I mean. It, it was the same way in Hawaii. They, they have yeah. a really strict concealed, concer- concealed carries. And I think it averaged about one a year that was approved. Wow. So, so I mean, 
think about that. See, and yeah, I even I, I, feel that that's a Second Amendment addition that's being infringed upon in that situation. One a year, like, damn. And then I believe recently there was a two-way victory in California versus the, the with the similar, but now it's almost a shall issue versus a show I, me I thought, why you. Why oh, see, not. I didn't know California. I knew New York just did it recently. But but I'm not saying you're wrong. I just I didn't know that. I'm going to look that up. Jamie. 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 Uh, California Second Amendment concealed carry law. Uh, California concealed carry it used to mandate be the, or whatever. The, the show the need versus do it. You know, and, and creating these gun-free zones, <clears throat> you're creating the soft targets. You that are criminals, 100%. Oh, hold on. I can't take my gun there. Nobody's doing that. Um, no good criminals going, hang on. Damn it. Let's go back another place. How do you feel about teachers being trained and carrying? I'm not saying all of them, but those that uh, those that to do would it. volunteer, I have no problem with. I like that idea. I, I like the National Guard soldier at the door, and I like a handful of educators. I'm sorry, John, I didn't mean to interrupt. Well, you I was just saying that. I don't no. like the requirement. I oh no, 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 not required. No, because I'm like no, we 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 require our teachers to do so much yeah, now it, for like, so kinda little. Kind of like kind of like, like the, the officers. You you but, now want them to do the oh and. Counsel and comfort, and how much more do you want the yeah, teachers what, what to do? Yeah, what do you want me to do now? So, yeah. so uh, two things are and just my opinion. Two things out there. Number one, you're right. I don't think anybody should be forced to carry a firearm. Some people are just not comfortable with it. I mean, I, and I, I don't want that either. My teachers and I'm like, I, I don't want really really to you with a pencil. Right, <laughs> right, yeah. I didn't like when you got the stapler out. I was scared, but, uh, but. To the, what my immediate thought, Joel, and again, my thought doesn't mean shit. It's just a thought. But my immediate thought there was, I'm with you. I don't think any educator should be forced to carry a weapon. However, when I get back to that other statement, which is a whole other wormhole, you said we require teachers to do so much already, but maybe they're required to do it. But it looks like as a whole... They're not doing it. And this ain't nothing to do with the carry thing. No. I mean, I'm just saying it just seems like, and again, that's another debate for another day, but we may require them to do a lot, but it just, why do I feel like the public education is just failing everywhere? I, I, but anyway. I, that, I, think the, hand, I think a lot of the problem with teachers, though, is the parents. Like, the hands are tied behind their backs when it comes, you know, you, you can't discipline a kid in, in school anymore. I remember it's, holes it's in a paddle. Yeah, I mean, and be taken out in the hallway. We had spankings. If you discipline a kid, it's like I mean, I'm not even talking about physically. I'm just talking about reprehending him. You caused him emotional distress. Now we're suing the school system. Do you know my uh, uh, Mr. Hammett was our principal? We all had a file. Every single person had to their guardian parent had to fill out a little form that said. Do you allow Mr. Hammett or the teacher to paddle him or her if necessary? Every year, every year, Granny was like, "You damn right." We we didn't have damn that. right. We didn't have damn that. right. And in fifth grade, I remember my history teacher picking my best friend up by the collar, putting him up against the wall, and did he need him. it or not? He needed. Okay, okay. He, yeah, he he needed that every day, <laughs> like every day. He was he was no. the 
Yeah, he he was the the town. Yeah, the but you but you are right. I it's just I do agree with that. I don't think we should force any. You have to carry a gun to teach. No, I don't like that. But those. But back to the question: If those that not we're talking we're talking teachers, not felons, your average uh, person that knows guns, been trained, can still carry. Let them carry. That's are you fine. good with that? I'm good with that. I like that idea. I just, uh, I mean, you know, it's the, but I, the National Guard thing, I said last night when you left, I was like, I can fix this. We get people come into our restaurant trying to give IDs. No, no, yeah, my ID's good. No, no, no. No, look at it again. No. All right, good job, ATC, you passed. Why don't we do that at school? Why don't they send people like me and Jamie up there to try to get it? Hey, let us in this back door real quick. And if they let us in, 10 grand. Ma'am, you're fired. I watched a video of a... You just let strangers in. I mean, why don't we do that? Of a uh, food service delivery guy, like a... I can't remember what it was. You know, like a waiter, like the app guy. Right. Um, who was bringing food to a school, to the superintendent. And, like, he was, like, literally crying because the police officers out front detained him. It's ridiculous. And, and, and... And even though he, he said the superintendent, like, vouched for him, still kind of like, uh, they still kind of did the right thing. You kind of look like a weirdo. I mean. I think there are just, but I think back to what. They didn't beat you. Susie said earlier when we talked about where did where did this, all this go crazy, and she said, if I'm not putting words in your mouth, you, you were like, well, people lost accountability is what you were saying. Like, nobody's accountable for either. It starts at a young age when parents are telling these kids, oh, no, you don't do no wrong. You don't. They're going to believe that shit. Or, or and you this get, is what we get. You get the parent that brings their 15-year-old to me going, they're uncontrollable. What can you do? I go, you want me to you fix something in 15 minutes that you, that you created in 15, in 15 years. years. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. I, I feel like society's moved into this, uh, this kind of role of, like, you can't question me. Like, even an authority, you can't question me. It's it's my right to not say anything uh, and to be left alone. You know, I'm you good. Well, everybody's about feelings. And I'm like... Uh, and that's a problem. Yeah. Everybody, it's always about feelings. Feelings, if, hold up. If he thinks you're doing something wrong and you're just putting up your groceries and he says, what's what's going on here? Just putting up my groceries. I tell people all the time, <laughs> man. I feel You know me very well. Very well. You know me very well. You know me pretty well. I'm going to tell you, feelings aren't shit. Because there's times I feel like I'm six foot eight. And there's been two times in my life where I realized I wasn't. I, I was about to say, I've seen a few times you fell off. Yeah. Yeah. And there's times that I, I, I would, I'd, I'll fight a wall. I mean, whatever. But then there's been times where I realized not the case. It didn't matter what I felt. Reality didn't match it. And we're and parents. Oh, we're not doing that with kids. I, today. Mary Beth, so it was right before you got here, right before you walked in the door. Mary Beth walked up and said, hey, guess what? My science teacher's a Democrat. And I looked at it. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on. Hang on, Mary Beth. Hang on. How do you know that? She goes, that's what I was going to Her exact word. That's what I was going to tell you. Class started the other day. He walks up, looks at the class. And starts talking about how Republicans are attacking this group and that group. And Democrat, And I went, what the fuck is a science teacher even talking about this for? That. So, I looked at my wife. I did. I looked at my wife. I did. I went, are y'all going to tell me? Y'all going to tell me? 
that that ideology, that mindset that we're seeing in this city and that city, like y'all said, I'm not saying it won't come to Monroe, but it'll be years for us. I'm telling you, I'm thinking it's happening now. You're telling me it's not. And Mary looks at me and goes, that's a problem. There's no need that a science team, I, even if it was reversed, I can't even, shut up. I you can't don't need even to be, tell you what my government teacher's political views I, were. Right. And they were teaching government. That's it, the way it should be. But when, a son, when she walks up and goes, he's a Democrat, how do you know that? I thought she was going to say because he was whining or something, you know, because we picked, I mean, you know, we pick around. But she was like, no, sir, he said, when class started, he started telling us about how these crazy Republicans are doing this. And I was like, oh. And first off, you know this, I do not label myself Republican. I don't. Not at all. Conservative, but I'm like, I, those two parties suck. That being said, why are they even talking about this? In the sixth grade and a science teacher at that. What's that got to do with anything? I thought that was totally opposed to science. Science. science is which makes me wonder, which there, here my granddaughter with her ADD, because it was science, I went, what was he griping about? She goes, well, I can't remember. I need to know that. Yeah, kind of. Because it's science. Was he griping about? I mean, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just. The you know, funding of bio- NASA. Or, or was he, was he know. griping? Right. Was he griping about uh, pronouns or sex or transgender or abort? Like, that shit does not need to be discussed with sixth graders. So I'm very curious just what that's about. And she's like, all right. So when I go to class tomorrow, you know, she's got a couple of friends. She's going to be like, what was he talking about? Like, I don't remember. And I was like, well, that's a problem. Because if it was important, you're screwed. I mean, good job, Mary Beth. Good job. Mm-hmm. Now, but it's I, a problem. Look, I had a friend that was a professor. He teaches, or did teach in the past, economics, political science, and different social studies. And his students never knew. Then mm-hmm. one time a student did an expose on him. He was a world championship cowboy shooter. He was exposed to being a little bit more conservative. He was given his walking papers. You know, just not because of that, but the opportunity was prime when they had to lay off professors. Well, as a, wow. As a teacher, it, it really shouldn't be something that you let loose because I don't want you to, like, think that because you're, you write a paper leaning toward one way and right. or another way that I'm going to grade you differently. No. I, right. I Criti- have, critical thinking balanced. supports your argument, support your yeah. thesis, your point, do your mm-hmm. facts, do your research. Your grammar, your point. Those are the things that matter. Like the, your critical thinking, those things. Even, none if, of that they, other even stuff. if they ask the question, "What are you?" you I'm yeah. nothing. I'm nothing. Right. Right. Straight down the line. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. Uh, I, I meant to tell you all that. Well, <laughs> I, I just we got sidetracked. But anyway, uh, so I'm gonna do. I want to do a part two of this because seriously, I know I asked eight or ten questions that were in that book, and I had thirty five. That I could, I could just keep going on. So, we, we first off, will, will you do a part two? Absolutely. So, I've got an idea. I, I, I want to do this. Here's seriously what I want to do. Uh, I'm thinking about this is nothing. Uh, with, with his program, this board, this is nothing to take to the restaurant. Nothing at all. 
I would like to get us with Susie. And I would like to see if we can get a local politician. Like state rep. I know a state rep that ought to sit down and do this if I ask him to. Do you? I do. Well, I think it would be interesting to put Look at you rubbing that a lawmaker. A lawmaker. <laughs> shit, ain't nothing late about me. But I think it would be interesting to put a lawmaker and a retired police officer together. Not because I think they're – and that's not about buddy. It's just – to see how lawmakers listen to them and then how it, I just, I think that, I think that would be an interesting four part conversation. Okay. Right. You know, you have policy. Well, when you said that, it it hit me. I want to do that. And and then if you have certain district attorneys who are shit, I'm sorry. Sorry. I shouldn't (laughs) said that. You know, they are the head Prosecutor of law on the books. They're supposed to be anyway. I'm so. I gotta How stop. you I pick gotta stop. and choose of which ones you're going to enforce and which ones you're not. That's not. Yeah. That's not your job. Right. Not your right. job. It was so interesting to hear you say, you know, because we know the checks and balances, we know the branches of government. But when you break it down and go, you know, our job, it basically was to arrange that meeting. It's not to have an opinion, it's not to. Yeah, we're given facts, we're given data, we pick people up, we do this, we arrange it. I mean, now that's up to them. And But they get blamed for everything. Yeah, how you get it's to that meeting. It's so easy of, I don't to know, blame the cop. I don't like, know if what? I'm bringing it right in, but it's just like, uh, my job is to do what the assholes told me to do. Like, oh, oh, as the cop, you're going to yeah, go, look, I just did whatever. I just did what the assholes told me to do. I mean, there were certain policies that we have, you know, you general. I like to use generally, normally, usually, and shall arrest. I mean, but when you start putting shalls, mm-hmm. you're right. Uh, that's a little well, hard, yeah. especially when you're on verbiage misdemeanor. Is a, verbiage is important. You're right. When you're on misdemeanors, which generally say officer discretion, mm-hmm. now you've got the body camera, and they'll be like, well, it's officer discretion. You let that one go, but not that one. Mm-hmm. So, heck, everybody getting... A coupon, Tennis. handcuffs, something like that. Cause. The, the verbiage thing, how right she is. Listen to a lawmaker talk not long ago at, at that function, I went, that awards thing I went to. And the point was, was they're doing this work release thing, which I think is very good. We need to do it. We need to train inmates uh, so they can get out and be functioning members of society and freaking get their lives together. They're people too. I mean, I'm not talking about child molesters. We're talking about, anyway. Inmates or incarcerated persons? I'm going to say oh, inmates for right now. <laughs> it's incarcerated individuals. I'm Get sorry. it right. God, you're not woke. So, no, not. so my, my so, dad was a correctional officer. Yeah. They were always be the inmates. <laughs> so, so, but it was interesting. He said he went and met with his counterpart in Tennessee and was like, how did y'all get the funding for this program? Clay Snake Cider, Louisiana. Uh, the House Representative leader here in Louisiana went to the Tennessee and he said, I'm going to tell you, I kid you not, you're going to be pissed off. We took y'all's policy and verbatim copied it. We changed one word that was in there 110 times. We changed it from uh, shall or, or could to must. We got the federal funding. And he was like, 
That's it. He goes, you can look at the policy. It's y'all's. We changed that word. How important that verbiage is. And that's on a, that's a lawmaker side, but it, it trickles down to you when you start enforcing the law. That one word creates such a debacle. And so I thought that was interesting when you said that. Yeah, like, like 90s, they, California enacted the three strikes, mm-hmm. you know, for felonies. And then it got right. to be, oh, it has to be a violent felony. It's like, you can't help it. Look, felony, felony, felony. Oops, now you're going for life. And then, like, well, now the, the prison's overpopulated. Not our fault. You I, made that. Guys, y'all got to build a bigger room. Get them busy. <laughs> Add on. Let's do some shit. I don't know what you want me to tell you. Uh, all right, so one question, not I mean this. This is legitimately closing question. I am taking I am taking Susie, not necessarily the retired police officer, but just the person sitting in here that has feelings, thoughts, emotions, everything else, okay? Really, no debate. I swear to God, this is not about no Simple answer. I'm very curious. No, I'm not going to marry Uh-oh. you. Damn it. We were going to move to Utah. (laughs) Okay, go ahead. Sorry. About the Mary or the question? Or both? About about both. (laughs) Were you showing uh, him your unicorn hand? I was. I was. So uh, uh, we're at a weird time. You know that as well as anybody does. As you said earlier, I'm happy because I don't watch the news or listen to it because it can frustrate you. You know that. That being said, this is, I swear to God, I'm just curious to get an outsider's perspective. People, most people we know have a first name and a last name. That's all I want. And we're just, that's just last question. When 2024 rolls around, who will be the next president of the United States? Just, just give me your, I, just not, I don't care. Just give me your answer. Who you think it'll be. Not, now, I'm not saying who you want it to be. Who you don't. I just say, what is your thought? And it's not going to be followed up with, well, should so and so. Nope. I just 24, who's going to yeah. be president? So as we're sitting here and you know midterm's coming up and then people are going to start announcing or not, who do you think will be? That would assume I'd know somebody who's running or... Well, oh, I, I mean, I, I don't know that. I, but I, that's what I'm saying. Like, we don't know any of that per se. I'm just, what do you think? I have not a foggy clue. Okay. Okay. No, that's... that's uh, I. The reason I ask is I heard somebody say something today that made me like, huh. And because I, I'm sticking to my word, it wasn't about debating it. But when I heard that, it made me want to ask somebody that. Well, I, and then I was going to ask you, too, because when I heard that opinion, I was like, damn, I never thought about that. Well, but, And I'll just share it with because you. Because of the fact that, like, if you think about this time during when Obama came out, he came out of nowhere. We, oh, no, right. We, There's we still might, time for that. Right. Yeah, that, we that's might right. have. Well, this, you never just, know. Right. You know, The Rock could come, come into. <laughs> it, right. no, be, you never know. It'll be interesting come September, October, because traditionally with midterm electi- elections, what? something happens in September, October to. What did I tell you? What did I tell you? I said, go back and historically go, look. Go look. Go look. Make people go squirrel. Something look happened. over there. Something. There's we, a shooting. There's. I'm telling well, you. Well, there's you know, Benghazi. Anyway, yeah. I'm sorry. Go uh, ahead, Joe. But, well, I mean, she can, you, you know, Howard Stern is running with Matthew McConaughey. I mean, that's a pretty powerful ticket there. So 
three-point oh, lead uh, for all of us. Did they <laughs> say they're doing I mean, he I, I heard he some, okay. He said he was, and on the phone call, McConaughey said, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. All right, no, all right. It. Sounds if, good if, to if, me. If we could all just get along. Oh, uh, wait. You know, realistically, the president, like you, yeah. Constitution. Yeah. The pr- whoever the president is re- yeah. does not really make a hill of beans different in my life. Mm-hmm. It's local community. Right. Right. The president only has so many powers. Right. Uh, I hear people say, but the government should, the government should. And they're talking the federal government. The g- federal government has three responsibilities. And I don't want them in a lot of them. Get, out, get them out of my life. You know, if it doesn't have to do with interstate commerce, protection of property, or, or national defense... Leave me alone. That is not the federal government's job. Get somebody to do all that shit good. Leave me alone. Get out of marriage. Get out of this. Get out of that. Yes, I'm the worm is it. Like we see, I don't, I don't want nobody in nothing in my business. We, we agree on that. Yeah. Even, yeah, we do. Even on our different, I mean, the, the less government we have. We, the we're better. that libertarian viewpoint yeah. there. It's just yeah, leave I, me alone. I, when, you say, when you say Republicans believe in smaller government, no, they don't. Like, n- neither party believes in smaller government. We want it. Now, None I, of them believe it. I don't say Republicans believe in smaller government. No, I say conservatives, conservatives believe in smaller government. Republicans today are shit. No, they'll try to add as much. Well, and, and Democrats are. They all are. They're just all shit. Yeah. They're just, nobody cares about us. None of them do. They, they're just in so many people's pockets and everybody just. She's right if, if we all concentrate on our local government. Our, but, we, but. We, we'd be a lot better off. But fact is. we can fight the. This is the first time ever, ever, I have felt the trickle down from a federal level at what. I, me and Mary had a phone call today on the way here from her violin lesson. Remember who we met with yesterday? Yes. He said, I don't know if you're fixing first college or not. We're fixing to be all being a bind. We're fixing to face shortages over the next two or three months. Like, it's starting to happen. Well, like, I've, we told I've, you it was I've coming. Heard it was coming. It start, that's, this is stuff. It is. Like it, not. Don't, it, not, it doesn't matter. I mean, it, this is stuff. That's not at a local level. That shit starts. At a, at a different level and it trickles down. And that's the only weird thing is you're right. I've never really been affected by it. So this is weird. Because the, the it is an effect. I, I believe the first president that I noticed was, that affected me right. personally was President Obama. Mm-hmm. With the knee-jerk reactions to police are bad, even if it wasn't the police, if it was the neighborhood watch guy that shot a kid with a candy bar. But we're going to blame it that the police are killing people for walking down the street with a hoodie. You know what you ought to do? You ought to go listen to Obama's inauguration speech in 2008. And then go listen to his leaving office speech in 2016. 2008, we live in the greatest country in the world. We're occupied brother. 2016, we're racist. We're go listen to them both. I put them up one day and I went, son of a bitch. You know why? You know why? Uh, j- he started emotion. Reading. No, he started uh, reading Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're both right. Emotion and Twitter. Yeah, Instagram. Right, right. And Instagram. That's it. Yes. Uh, the best the best way to get a he policy to LeBron. is don't listen to LeBron. Is 
the best way to get a, a policy passed create is emotion is create emotion create emotion uh, that's what does it man that's why when people go well my daughter had uh, open heart surgery we need this in healthcare well, blah, 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 blah. I don't like that your daughter had to have that but it don't mean that you're an expert in policy I, I think before every bill gets passed they should watch the butterfly effect <laughs> I hadn't seen but, that movie in years, but the fact that she said that, you know. Writing, what is the butterfly effect say, here? Say, say, hey, see what I'm about? That mind there scares me. Joel's mind. It's just, some of this shit he comes up with some days. I'm like, huh? But that was funny, though. That was a good one. Anyway, so I want to do this again. So I'm going to get into I really am. When, I, when I'm done here, I'm going to message Eccles and go, you said you'd do anything for me you could do. I need you to be in fact. At the restaurant, right? I now. need yes. I need you to come to the restaurant. Not right now, but like in like the week we'll I get back from it. Disney. Yeah. Would be a great week. When if you you're leave? free, uh the fourth. Okay. So so I'm the like fourth to eleventh, I'm gone. So that next week, if you're free. If not, then we do the week at whatever. But if you're free, it, I mean it it'd take us ten minutes. Unplug a couple things, take it up. I mean, easy to do. And I want to sit there, and I want to shut the doors, and let's just talk. I want to talk about policy. I want to talk about where it's going, where it's been, what your experiences have been. Like, I, I just think that would be to get a lawmaker <laughs> and an actual somebody that's seen shit. That's somebody that's seen stuff. I just feel like that would just be a great conversation to have. I, Maybe it does some good, maybe it don't. I don't know, but I don't, you got to start somewhere. All right, uh, so you will do this again, right? You just don't hate us now. Huh? I don't hate you. Okay, good. <laughs> she was like, I don't hate you. She looked at Joel and went, now you, I'm no. kidding. No, Joel's awesome. He knows that. He knows he's awesome. Uh, Joel, uh, Joel and I got some costumes to create. Yeah, we're. we're oh, yeah, I heard y'all talking I, earlier, I, man. I feel like we might get a connection here. I'm going to get her hooked up with Heather. Like, because Heather comes up with stuff all the time. I'm like, Heather, I don't know how to do that. Yeah, uh, the, hey, that I fan, that ceiling fan fan's low. The, that's like Kevo height. I know, there. Hey, even I've hit my hand on it celebrating uh, in yeah, here. I've uh, been worried. He's jumped, and I'm like, oh, he's going to cut his head off. Well, you, I mean, you know how it is, man. We, we get excited and all that good stuff. Anyway, um, Susie, you've been amazing. You're awesome. And seriously, genuinely, all those years, uh, you know, Congratulations to you on retirement, on being, you seem so happy, too. And that's important. God, that's important. To do your job and, and, and to be able to, to just, I don't know, smile. And, uh, like, that's impressive. That uh, takes courage to look past. Because I can see how, I'd be bitter at people. Just, well, you hate me so much. But you're not. And that's awesome. That's very cool. Well, I'm glad I put that off. You're awesome. Uh, thank you for your service, too. Like, you've done so much for this country that, uh, that again, good police officers get overlooked a lot. Uh, but anyway, uh, Jamie, good job, bud. Yeah, you, you did awesome good job. behind the, Man, you did behind good. the screen there, buddy. Joe, love you. Love you. Uh, all right. Until whenever. I don't know. I don't even know what day it is. I don't know. Anyway. 
In a room for a God family country. I, dudes want that. In a room for a God family country. I'm Kevo, Joel, for Susie, Jamie. Unwavering toxic masculinity from the dudes' den. We'll see you guys later.